0: Welcome to the SMB Community Podcast, with your hosts, Amy Babinchak, James Kernan, and Carl Polichuk. Produced by and for the Small Biz Thoughts community, we're dedicated to making every IT professional a successful IT professional. Agile Blue is a 24x7 SOC, XDR, and SOAR providing managed breach protection, including monitoring, detection, and automated response to cloud networks and endpoints. Helping MSP build their cyber business while increasing gross margins, ARR, and stickiness, Agile Blue's partner program engages, enables, supports, and rewards your business growth with a white-labeled security dashboard, pooled pricing, marketing collateral, and purpose-driven sales content a 24 by seven extension of your team. Learn more at agileblue.com. Hey, everybody, welcome back.
1: This is James Kernan with Kernan Consulting and welcome back to the SMB Community Podcast. So today I'm super pumped and fired up. I've got an amazing, amazing and talented woman with us today, uh, Angela Schroeder. Angela, say hello.
2: Hello, thanks for having me. It's great to be here.
1: You bet. You bet. Thanks. Uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, I know we've met a couple times and I've gotten to know you a lot better and, and uh, amazed at all the things that you've got going on. But uh, tell tell the audience a little bit more about yourself.
2: Yes. So I um, always say I'm a lifetime entrepreneur. I grew up with a father who was um, an entrepreneur, had several businesses and helped other people start businesses, and really instilled the entrepreneurial spirit in me from mm-hmm. the get go. And mm-hmm. so, right after college, started my first business as um, a dance studio, and that I loved it. Let me do my passion and share it with others, and you know, run a business myself. And shortly after that, I started. Consulting other dance studios around mm-hmm. the country, um, just noticing that a lot of dance studio owners were following their passion and knew a lot about dance, but not necessarily about running a business. And I loved being able to help them grow their businesses and become more yeah. profitable. That kind of continued throughout my um, journey of different um, different roles in business consulting. I yeah. loved helping, you know, helping people make their businesses better and work in their own unique strengths. And then um, along with that started um, with, as the world changed and we became more of a world that could work through technology and over zoom and that you didn't have to be face-to-face started a company um, that helped business owners um, be able to pair with virtual assistants. So be able to, um, you know, such a shortage in the U.S. labor market of trying to find things. Um, So we outsource to the Philippines and to Kenya and help businesses with all kinds of things, um, marketing, branding, um, and any kind of VA support. So that is courageous strategies and solutions. And um, yeah, it's still being able to help business owners, um, you know, do what they do best and pair it with a, a unique tool of, of pairing them with the right person um, yeah. for an affordable cost to help them reach their
1: goals. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I know uh, that uh, really resonated with, with me when, when we met um, you know a couple of weeks back and we talked about this, but what a great service to offer in the marketplace today. It's such a needed, you know such a huge workforce shortage and skills gap And uh, it's one of the first things whenever I coach and consult uh, tech companies, you know, that I tell them, it's like, hey, what can we take off your shoulders, Mr. or Mrs. Business Owner, and delegate to someone else on your team? Or if you don't have that, you need a VA. So, um, you know, so you can focus on what you're good at and what you should be doing. So uh, I love it. I think that's fantastic. So the topic we kind of talked about was living in your own unique genius, why don't you elaborate a little bit on that? Cause I love that. I love that topic.
2: Yes. And so this ties in with what you were just saying is helping business owners do what they do best and delegate the rest. And I believe, um, a lot of people just take it with that. And mm-hmm. that's the simple thing that I say when I'm talking about my business is do what you do best and delegate the rest. But I believe it really, when you're really analyzing, it comes to working in your unique genius the most, which I classify as three things. That you are identifying not only what you do best, what are your strengths and, and that you do best in your business that really requires you and you do best. Yeah. Um, the second is what fuels your fire, what you know sparks your soul and, and re-energizes you to do it. And that is important because we can be really good at something. And if we're doing it all the time in our business, even though we're the best at it in the business, if it is draining us, um, then burnout happens. And we're right. not doing well at, at something else. So I think that's a huge part of the equation. I tell a story with this, of you can do something that you do well. Um, I was great at math and science hmm. in, super great at math and science in high school. And someone convinced me to go to college for chemical engineering. And I was acing all of my chemical engineering classes, but I didn't like it. (laughs) (laughs) That's not where I was supposed to be. It was draining me. I hated every class, even though I was really good at it. Um, So just that's a a distinction, like what, what fuels your fire. And then the third part of that equation is what's getting you closer to where you want to be your vision so also working in your unique genius is what you do well what sets your soul on fire and then the things that are getting you to that um vision like your vision mission statement goals of where you want to be
1: love it i love it yeah that's spot on wow that's amazing so um i also know a little bit about kind of some new and exciting things going on that kind of relates to this topic is you know, you've got a new book that just launched. I haven't had a chance to, to read it yet, and I can't wait. But uh, why don't you tell everybody about your new book?
2: Yes. So just launched a book last week on Amazon called The Courageous Mind. And I have, it's been a lifelong dream of mine to write a book. Mm-hmm. I, um, my grandma lived next door to us on the farm, and she had the greatest collection of old books. And I would go over there and tape over the author's name with masking tape and write my own name when I was a little kid and just carry those books around um, with pride (laughs) like they were my own. And so always been a dream on my heart that I revisited and um, finally made that dream, went through an exceptional program um, with a professor at Georgetown University and finally made that dream a reality this year.
1: That's great. Well, congratulations. I've... uh heard great things about it. And I've seen it all over social media. So I don't think it'll be hard for anybody to find. And we'll, uh, we'll give everybody a little hint of, of how to find that uh, later on, obviously, in, in Amazon or up on your website. But I had some other questions I wanted to talk to you about, because this is such a fascinating topic. I, I remember reading a book years ago called Strengths Finder, you know, by Tom Roth. And, and it was uh, something that I've implemented. And it just made so much sense for me. And You know, being an athlete, you know, and a bodybuilder and a football player and then moving into business and the world kind of programs you into, you know, we all have strengths and weaknesses, but we need to embrace our strengths, but work on our weaknesses to fix them. Right. It's, uh, you know, maybe I need to be faster or stronger as an athlete or in business, I need to be a better public speaker. the the world tells you to do that, but I know your philosophy and certainly Tom Roth's philosophy is a little bit different of, you know, working inside your strengths. And that makes so much more sense to me because it connects you directly to your passion. Everybody loves doing what they're good at, right? It's not fun to do stuff that you're not good at. Am am I saying that right?
2: And that is, you, you have that exactly right. That I feel like that was the old philosophy of let's work on what we're, we're not good at instead of, Focusing on those things that, yeah, you do really well and that um, that you like to do that give you joy. And then uh, a couple options for the rest of it, either surrounding yourself with partners that are great at the rest, yep. knowing you don't have to learn how to do anything. So if it's high level thing, you don't have to learn and be an expert at everything. Surround yourself with high level um, people that can give you advice mm-hmm. on the other stuff or provide expertise. Or if it's tasks, delegating those to other people on your team, to a VA. Um, so yeah, it comes down to like you said, yeah. running what you're really good at, and yeah. and surround yourself with the rest.
1: Yeah, and I, I was excited uh, when we were able to meet and talk about that uh, because it, you know, I believe wholeheartedly in that, and it actually flows directly right into your business of uh, being able to. Uh, make it a reality of letting people work inside their unique genius, work on what they're passionate about, what they're good at and delegate, like you said, to your team or, or to a VA. And, uh, you know, VAs are getting more and more popular. And uh, I know you do more than just VAs. You, you do other uh, categories of, of, of people that would work in your organization. Can you elaborate on that a little bit?
2: Yes, so um, it can be just a dedicated VA that's doing, Absolutely whatever you need, mm-hmm. um, or one that is really skill specific, that does, um, you know, the bookkeeping work for you or branding work for you, um, digital marketing, social media, um, e-commerce. They can be dedicated to those specialties. And some people don't have a, you know, a full-time person are really coming to us more for project base or for a service space as well. Okay. Um, the unique thing with us, a, a couple of different things versus, you know, like you said, VAs are so popular and you can, you can go get one online, you know, you can get one on Fiverr or Upwork or something like that. But, um, on the VA side of it, um, it comes with so many people know they need help, right? We've said, oh my gosh, there's way too much on my plate. They've been told that by someone and then they get a VA, but they don't really know how to work with them or how to delegate that. So it it comes with partnering with us that helps you identify and take those things off your plate. It's hard for us, right? As leaders and entrepreneurs, even though we say we believe in this philosophy, we think we can do everything best and it's hard to let go. So really coaching an ongoing process of how do we let go of that? How do we make your VA, your partner, in, um, you know, you're letting go of more things and that they're really supporting your success.
1: So elaborate on this a little bit, cause I think it's really important. Everybody's heard of VAs and the majority of the people that have tried VAs have had just miserable experiences because of their accents or the different time zones that people are in. How are you guys different or unique? What, what do you do here in the States that, uh, That makes that experience a positive one?
2: Yes. So, first, some of the basics time zone. So, you can get um, a VA that we match a VA that works the times that you want them. So, most of our VAs work the business hours um, of the person that they're working with, you know, an eight to five day, according to their time zone. Now, some people like something a little bit different. They want somebody to start and get something done before they they come in and do that. And so that we can adjust that. Okay. And um, like, people just aren't used to the interview process or the cultural thing. So that's where we come in as well. As um, I've studied these cultures and really become obsessed with that, of, of how that works, how we can make them, um, you know, do the right interview process and make them a part of a culture. So all of our VAs stay a part of our team and our culture. So they're not isolated, just as a freelancer connected with your business. They are supported by a team and a culture of people.
1: That is so critically important. Um, I I get hired often to build out uh, business development teams. Okay, And most people come to me with the idea of like, oh, I'm just gonna hire one person. And most of the companies, of course, that I work with as, as an MSP coach, they're tech companies, right? So they're techies, they're introverts. You go in their office and, and the lights are all turned off, the shades are all drawn. There's no energy in there at all. And they want me to help them find a, a great salesperson and plug them into that environment and that culture. And I, you know, I've done it enough. It's like, this isn't gonna work. You know, you need to hire two or more at the same time because especially sales, uh, business development people, they're more extroverts, they're more energetic, they they need noise, they need the blinds open, they need all the lights on, and they need uh, energy in the office. And I remember you telling me about, you know, daily huddles, and they're part of your culture and your bonding events, and trainings, and you just keep that energy up high. And then you unleash them to go work with the different business owners, uh, you know, around the country or around the globe. And I, I thought that was really special because other organizations like outsourced sales entities that I've worked with, those models work really well because there's a, a team, maybe a 50 or 100 people that are all fired up working together every day, um, you know, as opposed to one person working in an office with all the lights off. You know, nobody's going to want to make phone calls in, in that environment. You know, no salesperson would ever be successful. So anyway, I wanted to elaborate on that because I thought that was so critically important.
2: It is being a part of the team, that culture, that rally, and then also the support. Um, you know, they're not just on their own. If they need help, they can ask the team for help. Yep. Um and the yeah. other key point besides culture, I would say, is the matching. A lot of people don't know what it, it, it's different hiring a, a mm-hmm. VA, somebody that is really your assistant or your partner, than um, mm-hmm. just an, a team member, another employee or team member that's working on your team that's going to do a role, someone that's supporting you. And we talked about the most important part. Most people are interviewing and they do a job interview and they want like the personality and... Um, the skill set
0: and they're interviewing
2: only for those. And I found the most important part of matching a virtual assistant is pace, pace of work, pace of play, I call mm-hmm. it. Because um, if, if you're a tech person and that's your, and this is how we're going and this is how we're gonna communicate, or you are this total rocket fire. Um, I mean, I say ADD in a good way, like <laughs> you got stuff going on all the time and you're expecting <laughs> Right. Like you have a million ideas and you're throwing a million new ideas at your assistant, they need to be the type of person that can mirror that. Whatever your whatever your pace of work and how you work is, it's really important to match that expectation. Yep. Yeah. Um, with the person.
1: Yeah, it really, it really is. It's uh, you know, it took me a long time to figure that out, but you know, I've always looked at candidates and and have always told my clients, it's like, hey, fifty percent of this is. A skills match. Do they have the experience and the skills and the talents that you're looking for? That's only 50% of it. The other 50% is is culture match, right? Do they have mirrored uh, core values as the business owner or leader or the organization? And and just like you said, you know their energy level, um, you know how they can communicate with one another. Are they going to get along with the different people that they work with? That's the other 50% of it, and it's so important. And, and mostly it's overlooked you know, uh, it's, it's a, it's a shame. So I'm glad that you do that. And that obviously that's why you guys are so successful. So that's cool. So one of my favorite questions I always like asking about, you kind of hinted at it early on the, uh, the, the, the call here, but what are you passionate about? What are you most passionate about Angela? Uh,
2: so yeah, I would say helping when I mean, you said I hinted at it, I just love helping other especially business owners that anyone um become more successful like mm-hmm. how can we help you work in your strengths how can we help you take what you've built your natural talents your natural gifts and make it even better mm-hmm. and yeah how can i come alongside you and give you some courage a few tips encouragement breathe polite beli- breathe belief into you mm-hmm. and just help you to explode using the gifts that you have.
1: That's awesome. Spot on, spot on. Thank you for everything. What, what a great uh, opportunity to spend some time with you and learn more about you and the business and, and, and what you're doing uh, for the community. So how, how can people get in touch with you?
2: So on social media, on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, at Angela Vang Schroeder. And our website is thecourageousmind.com.
1: Thecourageousmind.com. I love it. All right. Well, thank you so much for being on the program. And uh, I will talk to you soon. Thank you.
2: Thanks for having me.
0: Thank you for tuning in to the SMB Community Podcast. If you found this useful, interesting, or fun, please subscribe, share with your friends, and give us a thumbs up on your favorite social media. Please check out the show notes at smbcommunitypodcast.com and give us your feedback.